This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Monday and Friday video cast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah, I was good. Nothing came. I, I tried to mix out. it up. Yeah. Well, we, uh, as you can tell, it's not just your hosts, Reese and Frankie. We're also joined by the saltiest of bananas. What is a salty banana? Hello. No, use your imagination. Please. A salty banana. It just is a nickname that's stuck. It's know. a banana that just got back from the gym. Tell me the... It's a drooping banana. It's a weird nickname. <laughs> it's a banana. <laughs> drooping banana. That's, that's even way worse. Better. I think it's Where better. do you come up with this stuff? Better. I didn't come up with that. You didn't? No. The chat did. The chat did. The drippy banana. One of, I think it was somebody. The drippy banana did not come up with. That is that is better Don't than let the salty that stick. banana. <laughs> That one better not stick. Go back. <laughs> but it's a drippy banana. It's sticky. The dripping banana. Would it be sticky though? No. Yes. Would it be sticky right as it happens or would it be sticky? Oh, okay. That's two on the nose. Feels like you need to get some medication at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's time to go to, go to the uh, clinic. That's time to go to uh, Planned Parenthood. Yeah. You got the dripping banana. If you, if you don't have the, Whoa, uh, the health insurance. The Come yeah. on, on the nose. We were talking about bananas. <laughs> that's a little chew on the tip, Reese. <laughs> right off. Well, that's how it got drippy. Right on the helmet. Come on, guys. Keep it going. Anyway, we talked about it's not all uh, uh, banana innuendos. It's also gaming sometimes at Frontline Gaming. And we brought on the Raw Dog to talk about Grey Knights because this book was just released on Saturday. If you do want to order it from Frontline Gaming, we do still have some of the codexes in stock. Mm -hmm. Please uh, take a look. But... The uh, the raw dogger himself is a uh, an avid Grey Knight player, and he's been reading the book quite a bit, mm-hmm. playing the army quite a bit, and we brought him on to talk a little bit about what to expect in this very cool new codex release. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people out there that are very excited to play the Grey Knights because they weren't very good in seventh edition. Yeah, unfortunately, they've been good for a while. Um, just were, because oh, they were a really the expensive, days. yeah, they were ass overhead broken in fifth edition. You know when they were really really good, sixth edition. <laughs> If you guys remember, when they they yes. weren't specifying like who you can allocate wounds to, oh, and you yeah. take paladins, <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Sixth edition was their heyday. Fifth, fifth edition was the definitely heyday. Fifth edition was very good. Um, so yeah, so the uh, the codex was released this weekend. Um, I actually had some downtime uh, this weekend, which is pretty rare, but it was nice, and I got to spend some time going through the codex. Um, so if you haven't picked one up yet, uh, you should. If you are a great nice player, or if you're just curious to know um, what these guys are all about. Uh, a little gray knight curious. Yeah, if you're a gray knight curious, uh, they are space marines with gray armor. Ooh. And, they uh, like uh, the emperor. They don't like demons. You heard it here first. Summed up. There you go. You heard it here first. There you go. That was good. One of the one of the cooler things though that I found is uh, the additions to the codex that were made, um, where Games Workshop didn't necessarily have to add like new models in. Well, tell me more about these uh, additions. So we had something that people have been asking for for a while. We have a character Dread Knight. 
Yeah. It's the Grandmaster in Dreadnought or Dreadnought armor, which is cool because it's like, why not? And they actually go into detail about um, the, it's such like a rare relic having Dreadnought armor that some of it is actually reserved for Grandmasters specifically. So Grandmasters um, who are some of the, the highest rated psychers in the universe uh, who should have the ability to operate these pieces of machinery yeah. um, now have dedicated uh, Dreadnought armor. So when it's time to kick the crap right. out of a greater demon, you call the Grandmaster. And right. Dead, and it's really cool because you get all the stuff that you get with the normal Grandmaster. Um, you get the aura of the reroll ones to hit that the normal Grandmasters get. Um, they get a plus one. Uh, they get a, um, a weapon skill and a ballistic skill of two. Nice. Um, which is great because one of the problems with the Dread Knights is their ballistic skill is three. Um, they're heavy. All their weapons are heavy and you're always moving them. So you're either deep striking them, you're moving. So you're always hitting on a four unless you have some sort of buff to your shooting. Um, and so this guy, uh, you, you are going to be moving, so you're going to be hitting on threes normally, which is great with their with their heavy weapons. Um, but he's going to be rerolling ones because of his own aura ability. So great, and not too many points either, to be honest, like from more than a Grandmaster. Yeah, for what you get, he's pretty beastly. And, and Dread I, Knights are excellent. Too. And for yeah, Dread Knights in general, him. you can deep strike him. He, you have to take the teleport homer, the Dread Knight teleport homer. Points. But there is, um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, the stratagems. You can, there is a, a stratagem where you can burn command points um, to put him into reserve, even if he doesn't have that. That's awesome. Um, like in case you didn't need the 10 points for someone. And uh, that, I think that's going to be pretty common. As we go through codexes, you'll see ways to, to use reserves. Right. Which I think is going to be great because as Frankie will, Frankie has a sad story to tell about um, um, shooting armies going first. We don't have line of sight blocking terrain. Yeah. It's a, it's a sad story. It's a rough. Told well. By Francis, but that can wait. Very rough. I had a droopy banana during that game. <laughs> Frankie was the oh, real droopy just, banana at that tournament. The best. Yeah. It took the okay. it took the lead right out of your pipe, huh, Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many innuendos can we pack in? How many more? There's a few more. It's quite how, how many can we pack in? Can we can we make this a, an airtight? Office? How many more bananas oh. can you pack into that tailpipe? <laughs> Not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. There we go. Keep you going. get a banana in my tailpipe once. Shame on you. <laughs> Twice. Shame on me. Three no, times. Maybe I'm into it. <laughs> Three times. Now we're talking. All right. Four All right. times. Now it's a party. All now right. it's a habit. Then I gotta talk to my parents. It's time to make an announcement. Yeah. It's not just a weird yeah. phase in college. Now it's time to go get some rollerblades and really start talking. Rollerblades. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> So anyways, the Grandmaster, <laughs> he also comes with a four-up in Volsave. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, it's really four good. Four-up saves are excellent. <laughs> so anyways, um, just in general, though, for, for the Dread Knights, I would give him the um, the heavy uh, silencer. Yeah. yeah we the silencers are really good. DACA is where it's at. Yeah. Don't, I, and it sucks. The thing is, really, they really do specify, though, you cannot take two of the same heavy weapon. No. That's such a bummer. Like, God. Unfortunately, the kit only comes with one. I know, but, but the still, double incinerator is where it's at. It's like you can't find time. another one to put it on the other fist. I wish they would just say, yeah, okay, you can do double yeah. incinerator. Because then you'd be like, flame on, and you just, it'd be great. The heavy side cannon is nice, but man, I'm just not taking that anymore. Um, but again, if I'm going to take Dread Knights from now on, I'm probably going to take the Grandmaster. Um, yeah, you might as well, right? Grandmaster's really good. He fills up the HQ slot. You can give him artifacts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another new uh, HQ that they have is the Chaplain. The first time we've seen a Grey Knight's Chaplain. Ooh. They've actually never had Chaplains in the fluff at all. Uh -uh. Um, so it's cool. It's a Chaplain that has Smite and a Psychic Power. So That's you have a Psychic cool. Chaplain. Unfortunately, the Chaplain um, is not that cheap 
and doesn't do all that much more than like let's say some other things like the Paladin Ancients with the banners do and lets you reroll uh, hits or, or sorry um, not the Paladin Ancients but um, like the characters like the Grandmasters and stuff like that or Voldus Hammerhand or, or Drago who lets you reroll all hits and wounds yeah um, unfortunately you're, you usually are going to be taking those characters already so the Chaplain's a bit redundant it's like that in every book. Yeah. The chaplain yeah. kind of like falls short of the captain right. who gives you rerolls to ones to hit in shooting and mm -hmm. in melee. Right. I think if the chaplain made people like leadership 10, if there was like some, because he makes them leadership 9. Makes them leadership 9, which is not bad because even the paladins uh, are only leadership 9. They're like the highest rated. So like if you're doing a bunch of like leadership 8 guys, I mean, you get plus 1. He has that before, a bin bowl save. Um, he has his Crozius, which is not bad. You can't upgrade that to anything, so he always has it. Um, but he's a psyker and he has smite. Having access to smite is really powerful. It so, is. I mean, yeah. that actually makes that chaplain more appealing than like a space marine. Right. Does he have baby smite or real smite? He has regular, the baby. Or oh, sorry, oh, baby, smite. baby smite. They all have um, the, what's it called? Rights of banishment. Rights of banishment, which is their. Yeah, I don't know, like, if you're a demon's son. If you're a demon, you're in trouble. Yeah. Chaplain need, chaplains need something. They need something else because the captain is just better. Well, the captain lets you reroll ones to, to hit, hit and, to shooting and melee. Right, he lets you reroll hits in the in the high, all hits in the fight phase. If he was like able to let you reroll hits and wounds or something like that, it'd be crazy. You'd have to increase the point cost. Or if he did, but he'd be super useful. If he could do reroll ones to wound, or I don't know. The yeah, reroll hits ones to hits and yeah. ones to wound. Something increases like that. points slightly. Then you're talking. Or right? your unit gets to swing, but the opponent doesn't. Yeah, he's just re. <laughs> He's redundant. Yeah, that yes. would be very good. good. Or very what if good. he caused fear? Ooh, fears. Or if he had a leadership, bring that rule back. If, if he had a bring leadership debuff, bring that rule back. If he had a leadership debuff for your opponent, that would actually be really good. Chaplains need something else to make them appealing over yeah. captains. I mean, I saw the Space Marine movie, and he definitely had a leadership debuff Ooh. versus those chaos. He had, a, yeah. he had like a, a a psychic power. No, that was, he, that that was, was a green knight. Leadership this guy's no, that was a green knight chaplain. He, he smited them. He didn't smite them. He just made them run away. He yelled oh, at him. They're like, ah! Berserkers ran away? Yeah. Yeah. But that movie sucked. That movie was amazing. That was the best 40K movie I've ever seen. It's true. That's the only 40K movie. So no. Actually, the uh, the independent one is better. What independent one? Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, Frankie hasn't seen that the, one. The Black Templars one? No. The well, that one's better, too. But the Inquisitor one? It's not done yet. It's still better. <laughs> It's a preview. That was better. Preview is better. Yeah. When I saw the Demon Prince, it was half like Chaos Space Marine, or it's half Space Marine, half Demon Prince, all gorilla. That was mm -hmm. the best part of the movie. I thought so the best part was the CGI running through the mist. On that was amazing. Oh, yeah. But the mist running was pretty good. It's like 20 minutes of the entire movie of them just moving through the mist. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, ooh, it's getting dark. I heard they did that um, because it just like increased the time in the movie. Probably. It was terrible. Yeah. The movie was really bad. Not bad. Anyways. Right. Uh, next. So uh, two other additions to the Codex that we've never seen before. Uh, they added the Storm Talon and its yeah. sister ship, the Stormhawk Interceptor. Which so are both now, really good. Right. So yeah. now uh, you used to just have uh, the Storm Raven, which is a great uh, flyer to have in 8th edition, as we all know. But now the, the Grey Knights officially have Storm Talons and uh, Stormhawks. So you can take those and still be Battleforged. Sweet. Pretty cool. I love it. I think that's great. That Pretty adds cool. a lot. It really does. <laughs> to a Grey Knight list. Unfortunately, they do not have smite. Aww. That'd be so funny. That would be that really would be good. Better. Like a hemlock, which yeah. are really good. Oh yeah. yeah. So those are the new units. Um, 
with the new codexes, of course, we see a lot of new things. The Warlord traits yeah. table. Was there, was there any that jumped out at you as being particularly cool? You know, the one that I really like, and the, the reason in my list that I wrote over the weekend, um, even though I am taking um, a named character, I decided to give my Warlord trait to a, another guy who's just a captain because I wanted to take one called First to the Fray, Ooh. which is lets you uh, re-roll failed charge rolls to the Warlord in any friendly Grey Knight units within six inches wow. of the Grey Knight. Wow, that's so powerful. good out of Deep Strike? Yes. Holy crap. So powerful. Yep, so they can, anytime that that Warlord or any Grey Knight units within six inches of him tries to charge in the charge phase, you can re-roll that. That's amazingly good. And so even though I took, I'm taking Valda's Hammerhand as my, uh, well, I guess he's the name character in my list, um, I gave that, uh, I'm making my Warlord a, just a lowly brother captain, if you can call it that, um, because I wanted to give him that specific well, You're, you're going to take 10 Paladins Correct. You're going to be deep striking. And, and you then, want to make that charge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's extremely good. It's really good. Um, they have one called Loremaster, which is really good. That's the one that Valdus comes with, where uh, you get an additional psychic power that he knows. So Valdus himself knows wow, three. Excellent as well. So he would know yeah. four plus smite. And then, of course, Grey Knights get automatic three mortal wounds against demons when they smite. For which smite. You know, which includes things like the Incarn, um, the Avatar of Cain. Right. Um, Celestine. Anything with the demon keyword. Doesn't anything with, anything yeah. with, with the she, keyword demon. The fluff. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is really good. Like Pablo on his list takes a couple units of interceptors that drop down. And then of course, storm bolters are excellent. Mm -hmm. And then you could get uh, auto three damage smite. And there's so many chaos. Chaos is mega popular right now. Yeah. Uh, and things like brimstone horrors and whatnot. It really helps to clear them out. Yeah. Um, to yes. have that utility. Yep. Yeah, so lots of cool warlord traits. Um, the the army itself has a couple of special rules if you take Battleforged for the army. And that's if you have a detachment where everybody has the Grey Knight keyword. Yeah. Right. You get that's when you get all this extra cool stuff. So the Brotherhood of Psychers, um, they if you're if you're a Battleforged list, uh, you get plus one to your psychic test and deny the witch. It's oh, amazing. Wow. So that's you get that for all your yeah. smite, all your regular stuff. That like is that. super good. Yeah. And then of course. Uh, the, the new hotness everyone's getting is you're getting um, objective secured for your, see, your units, yeah. uh, which for Grey Knights are Terminators or uh, Strike Squads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you want to take a battalion to get the command points. You need command points because the next thing we're talking about are stratagems. Um, you want com as many command points as you can get, so take your battalion. I, like for me, like I used to not care about any of that stuff. I would just take what I wanted to and just who cares about command points, rerolls. But now with stratagems, like I made sure I took a battalion. I made sure I took a um uh, the spearhead because i needed another one um because in, in my list has seven total i wish i can get more i just can't with the points yeah um and gray knights are an expensive army no yeah matter what. i think seven is as much as you're as you're right. gonna realistically get unless you took two battalions but then that's you have six strikes right and i can't take what i want i have a big paladin unit which is a beat stick and it yeah. costs 600 and it's points yeah. and it's fun yes it is fun you're like let's Let's boogie, baby. <laughs> and I, I gravitate towards smaller elite armies generally. And um, so the stratagems, uh, just like every new codex that's coming out, um, it has a lot of really good, powerful stratagems. Um, what really I'm gravitating towards on these stratagems is a couple of these. One is called, there's two that are great um, that I really like. Uh, they're for two command points each. Uh, Psychic Onslaught, which lets you add to the strength and the and the AP value of your Psy Cannon, Silencers, and... Um, yeah, the, sil uh, the, the silence is the sign cannons. And then there's one called Cybol Ammunition, which you guys, if you remember from 5th edition, was amazing. Yeah. Um, that is for heavy bolters, storm bolters, and hurricane bolters. Same thing, adds plus one to your strength and your AP value. Super powerful. So then it makes your storm bolters go strength five, AP one, which when a paladin unit comes down shooting 40 shots, right. 
at string five AP one, mm -hmm. you're gonna put a hurtin on oh, yeah. anything. Right. The hit or like or like me, my, my paladins have four side cannons in there. If you're if you have a knight, you can boost your side cannons up to strength eight AP two, and each one of those are are damage. Uh, I think side cannons are damage two. I can't remember off the top of my head. Right. That's really powerful. Yeah. Um, or heavy side cancer, right? There's damage one, but still, yeah. That's if you need night killing stuff, which gray knights do struggle with a little bit. Um, there you go. Yes, I mean even just the the storm bolters. Now you're wounding them on fives at your AP one. Yep. Right. That and if you have rerolls to hit, mm -hmm. um, you're gonna do a lot of damage. And what you guys will see too is as these codexes come out, a lot of your lists are gonna revolve around using the stratagems. Yes. The stratagems are my favorite addition to the game they're really powerful. yeah because i and we'll talk about this later but i used the brigade uh was my space marines and i was using all the stratagems and it was so much fun it gives you so much flexibility yeah yeah so there's there's a lot of cool ones on here i don't want to go through every single one but a couple of the other ones there's one for three command points which is is steep but this one's called honor the chapter and on this one uh you can choose a gray knight infantry unit that fought in the fight fight phase at the end of it you can fight again and a lot we saw that in Space Marines, right. uh, Chaos Space Marines get it too. A lot of these will be similar. There's a lot of similarities in there mm -hmm. that you'll see, um, and that that's like when you're like, okay, I'm on my back foot, or I need to finish my opponent off. Right. My Paladins just made a charge, and I used the the plus one to wound and AP. Mm -hmm. They blasted people with their storm bolters. Oh, I rerolled my charge with my uh, Warlord trait. My Paladins made it into combat, killed all the conscripts okay, now I'm gonna attack again, and then they're gonna pile in and kill another thing. It's mm -hmm. like, you'll see a lot of these really yeah. killer combos with, with those stratagems. Yeah, stratagems yeah. that make it um, where you can really get a, a psychic power off that you need to get off by rolling three dice and taking the ones that you need. Nice. They have ones where uh, you can really stop somebody's psychic power by doing the same thing, using the dice that you need to block that psychic power. They have a lot of cool stuff like that. They have yeah. ones where you can put things into deep strike reserve that don't have that ability. So off the top of my head, I'm thinking um, the, the, most things do have teleport strike in this. The only things that don't are the heavy weapon squads. Um, yeah. So you might want to have those because but those you are great. Can, but you can deep strike the heavy weapon teams right. if you want with a stratagem. Correct. Which is, which is cool. And that's something that you can do on a per game basis. So you can go like, oh, okay. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to go second. There's not enough terrain on the table. Mm -hmm. I'm going to burn some CP to put my best units in deep strike. Right. To keep them from, protect them from alpha striking. And that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, the finisher forever in the chat says, Great Knight Terminators make me sad. Mm -hmm. Overpriced heavy weapons, barely cheaper than Paladins. Yeah, I agree. And, and, yeah. and in this instance, I would assume that if they're out of whack, they're probably going to get adjusted. Um, on the points, GW has shown us that they're willing to do that. I would just go with Paladins. Yeah, I, take, I dropped them completely from my list. Take strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Take the, strikes. The paladins ones. are really strong. They're, yeah, they're mm -hmm. excellent. You put in an Apothecary yeah. and ability to bring back an entire Paladin, which is a three wound monster. I mean, it's great. Um, so I'm going a bit long on this just because I, I really enjoyed reading through the book, but we still have a couple new things with the Relics of Titan. You have new Relics to use, a couple cool ones that stand out. They have a uh, the Soul Glaive, which if you guys remember is a, is a Halberd, Force Halberd, lets you reroll hits and wounds for the character that has that. Um, they have uh, you know a special storm bolter. They have that special armor that gives you uh, on a five up. You ignore the wound that you've taken. Um, oh, five up, feel no pain. Pretty much. That's excellent because yeah. that works against mortal wounds too. Yeah. yeah, it's really great. A lot of good stuff. One character in your army can take it as long as you are battle forged. Um, but they do have stratagems that you can use to boost that to an additional or two additional. Yeah, yeah and yeah. pretty much everybody's getting this where you can buy extra relics. 
And in my army, I bought an extra relic every single game with one command point. Yeah. Um, I always took the Teeth of Terra, or one, uh, a couple times I took the Shield Eternal on my little company champion and threw him in the back, and you're like, okay, try and kill him. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. The relic, you get one free relic as long as you uh, are all Grey Knights. Mm-hmm. And um, what about the new Psychic Powers? So it has the three original ones that came out with the um, with the the books, the line, the books that came out earlier. So Purge Soul, Gate of Infinity, Hammer Hand. We don't need to go over those. But you have the old classics that came back. Sanctuary, uh, Sanctuary gives you the uh, a five up invul save if you don't have an invul save. That's great. If you do, it goes up to four up. That's really good. It's not bad. So Very Sanctuary fun. is great. Yeah, put it on. Um, again, I put on it on the Paladins. paladins. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, four up Paladins. <laughs> really, really good. And that's why uh, Valdis, I love having him near my Paladins because he gets all these buffs and stuff to his psychic powers. Astral aim that uh, lets the unit shooting at another unit ignore line of sight purposes. And that's what they there used to have yeah. on the, that was the power that the um, the heavy support guys used to have. Yep. Yep. And you don't get any bonus to saving throws. That is extraordinarily powerful. Very good. And, Very good. Wow. I mean, think about that. Your paladins drop down, some guy's hiding some of his artillery. Yeah, like, yep. yeah, astral aim, eh, yep. plus one to wound and plus one AP and right. ignore cover. Or if somebody has some, cra- <laughs> or if somebody has some crazy ability that they're like, like I'm in cover, I get plus two to this, and blah 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 blah. You're like, well, okay, astral aim, dead. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's it's a nice little tool to have in your pocket. Again, you're gonna want to have, um, uh, yeah, a librarian or somebody like a grandmaster who can do multiple powers to have powers, this yeah. this power because there's a lot of good ones here. And then last, vortex of doom, the old classic. Yeah. That one, you pick a unit within 12 inches of the psyker. Um, and then him and then anyone within uh, three inches of that unit takes D3 mortal wounds. That's that pretty really good. Yeah. Especially because we have all What's these the clustered up. Eight. Casting value is eight. That would wreck my army because yeah. I drop down. I've got all these like space rings. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. If you roll a 12. What it, does it hit characters? It hits yeah, anything. Anybody within three inches. Yeah. Oh, that's really powerful. No, I'm sorry. Uh, it hits the nearest visible enemy. That, so it hits the nearest visible enemy within 12 inches, else. but then anyone within 12, uh, three inches of that of model. That, oh, of that model. Or unit or model. Well, no, no. Is it unit or model? Because if you hit conscripts, you could hit their whole freaking army with that It thing. says that model's unit and every other unit within three inches of that yeah. model. That's... Suffers D3 mortal wounds. So if someone has a screen, you're mm-hmm. like, I hit him and then everybody behind him. Yeah. Wow. So a lot of good stuff. Um, in, ter- in terms of point costs, I actually did not sit down and analyze the old to the new. I've heard that the Terminators are a few points less than they were. I didn't really go down and go point by point. It didn't matter to me. Um, but uh, everything looks about in line with what it was. And that's it. That's the Great Knights Codex. Well, thank yeah. you for that, yep. um, Mr. Salty Banana. We'll answer a couple questions. But sure. uh, there's a couple questions that popped up in chat. I want to address them. Sure. Uh, no, you cannot attack a unit that you did not declare as a target of your charge when you charge. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like even with corn berserkers, when you get to pile in and swing again. Right. You and you're like, I'm right next to it. Can I attack it? Nope, yeah. you didn't say. That happens to me all the time. When I'm yep. like, oh, I'm right next to him. Can I attack him? And you guys are like, no. I'm like, oh, I should be able to. Yeah. Um, you have to declare all your charges. And that's only on the charge, the, the turn that you charge, though. Correct. The next yeah. turn, because you're... The next you're, turn, you can. It doesn't. Yeah, the next, the next turn, you can. It's only when you charge. You can only attack. Right. And so that's the other thing to think about, is you have to think about heroic intervention. Like, if a character is in range to come in, and he heroically intervenes, but you did, you did not declare him as a charge, you can't hit him. So you got to think about that too. You might as well declare a character as a target if you think they're going to heroically intervene mm-hmm. and eat that Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, a couple of questions, Geekmaster K. Yeah, Nor- in Index 40K, you're only going to usually have I don't know five to seven CP. In Codex 40K, you're usually going to want more if it's feasible. Mm-hmm. It's not make or break, but a lot of armies really want minimum of seven. Uh, I love. I had 12, and I loved. I used them every game. I really enjoyed having 12. 
especially for things like Space Marines, where I took all the units to take advantage of the different stratagems, and I was using them all the time. Yeah, I, I played against a few people where they had like 12 or so. Right. Like, some armies can do it easier than others. Yeah, like Ultramarines did not need no. to regenerate command points, <laughs> but, but they did. They did. Bobby G is even better than he was. Um, Geekmaster K, no, that is incorrect. Uh, faction does matter for OBSEC. 100% does matter. Soup armies will not be getting objective secured. That's it. Um, yeah, it says your your bot, your army has to be Battleforged. And you have to share a faction keyword. There, uh, As tag8833 asks, there is a list coming that will tell you which faction keywords trigger it. The way that they presented it in that preview, it, it, did, it was confusing and it did it legitimately... I get it. It was it did confuse people. Yeah. But if your only keyword in your detachment is Imperium or Chaos or Yanari or Inquisition, you will not be getting objective secured. Hundred percent. Guaranteed. Um, you'll have to be like Ultramarines or uh, Orcs or Necrons or uh, High Fleet or um, uh, you know Azuryani or Drukari. Uh, the point obsec is supposed to be a benefit for taking a th uh, an army that's within a theme. Yeah, it's not supposed to just be for soup armies. If you take a soup army, you get almost no benefits. You don't get the relics. You don't get chapter tactics, whatever flavor. And you what, don't get all that stuff. And what Reese means by soup for those of you that don't know is like Space Marines paired Pablo up with Martinez Militaire, special paired up with uh, Sisters of Battle paired up with Custodes or something like that. That's like a soup because you. Yep. Can, you can take them all in the same army, but they don't all share the same keywords. Yeah. So. And Geekmaster K, this is not going to be an ITC thing. No. This is going to be a universal thing. It's going to probably come out like, like the tournaments will probably put out the list first, but it, it, it's it's not like, it's not a house rule. Like, take take that to the bank. Uh, the Finisher Forever brings up a good point. You can cast Sanctuary on Drago for a 2++. Plus plus. Right. Yeah. Or the yep. Grandmaster for a 3++. Plus plus. And yeah. then you, you save a command point to reroll the one if it comes, or, you know, if you roll multiple ones. Right. Um, Terminate, Terminators are two points more. I'm assuming I saw that. I'm assuming that's because they're now objective secured. Um, I, they're if still you, they're they're too expensive. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would not take them if I were you. I would take yeah. multiple squads of paladins. Well, and the, the paladins are so good because the third wound is a big deal. It is, especially if you get hit with a missile launcher or, pal or plasma. Every, everything is is damaged too, so it's you might as well take the paladins. Just use, you know, just make just think those are my Terminators now. Yeah. The, Count the for the points. Wounds are you need the three. You need the three points on them, or the three wounds on them, because of missile launchers, plasma, everything that's damaged too. Um, Nerdcore, do Hemlocks have to take spirit stones? Yes, they do. Whether or not they pay for them, I think you do, but it's not clear. Because sometimes there's war gear that's in the abilities section, um, and we're we're reaching out for an answer on that question. Um, so yeah, the the abilities is not optional to my. It, sometimes it is though. It is confusing, like with uh, Necrons. Like if you take a resorb, it does this. So it, it is confusing on that. Um, we'll, we'll get an answer. Yeah. Um, Spirit stones, we're not sure yet. Rivetal client, I still don't know what you're talking about. Um, you're talking He's, about something that's on a comment no, section on a paint. different. Podcast. No, no. I'm assuming he made him paint like Microsoft uh, the paint the the, the operating so the uh, Microsoft we, paint. We're not looking uh, at that uh, blog post right, right. now, so I, I I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I apologize. Yeah. Um, we don't have that that blog post open in front of us. It's talking about a diagonal charge, so I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar with what you're referring to. Uh, Axis of Entropy says, very nice, concise summary, Jason. There you go. Thank you. The Salty Banana, awesome. he likes 40K. He just pretends like he doesn't. I like some things about it. Uh, Dark Raptor, what about if you declare the charge, fail it, and then 
piling against him. As I, long as you declared the charge, you're fine. You yeah. can still swing on him. And I'm assuming you're talking about um, can you attack twice? Yes. Yeah. So like with your berserkers, you go, I'm going to charge these five units. And, and you can declare. You get overwatched by all of them. And then you charge, and you only make it to one unit. But then on the next turn, or mm -hmm. when you swing again, you can pile into the other ones, and you can still swing. And you can declare a charge on every unit within 12 inches. Like, a single model, this still throws people off. Mm -hmm. Like, a character can go, I charge everyone around me. Yes. And then you roll, and you go, okay, where am I going to go? Yeah. And then one of the cool things is, like, like you can go, okay, I'm going to charge that unit, pile into the other unit. I'm going to hit both. I'm going to consolidate into a third unit that I also declare a charge on. I'm going to pop my stratagem to attack again. I'm going to hit them and then I'm going to pile into another unit and then lock them in combat. Yep. Like melee, there's a lot Why? of room for gamesmanship. Yeah, Why didn't they go with the Age of Sigmar charging where you just declare I'm because charging? Of because of Overwatch. Because of Overwatch. Oh. Because in Age of Sigmar, no there's no Overwatch. There's no Overwatch. No, except, that, except well, no, yours is easy answer. Is as soon as somebody gets within one inch, you get to shoot them. Got it's it. not an Overwatch. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, the finisher forever is expressing some frustration that Grey Knights didn't get points drops when uh, yeah. Marines and Chaos got a lot. Again, Terminator should have gotten point drop. But... And, and I would I yeah. would hold out hope that GW is aware of it mm. and that it is on the list. Um, and again, from your guys' perspective, it seems odd. But then again, you have to you would have to know when these books were written and in what order, because it is possible that the order that they're coming out is not the order in which they were finished, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously we can't say whether, we don't even we don't even know when everything was finished. I, mean, I couldn't answer that question truthfully, even if, if I wanted to, but um, it's it may seem strange because maybe you're getting it in a different order than it was done. Yeah. Um, and that's the only explanation I can offer you as to why some things seem illogical. Mm -hmm. uh, T6 said, if you don't declare and you end up between one inch to a non-declared unit, the charge fails completely. I don't, I don't know what you're saying there. So he's saying like if you declare a charge against somebody and you fail it, you can still end up within an inch of another unit, but you still fail that charge because oh, you weren't. So, oh, yeah, T6 yeah. Ted, if you, so yeah. I think he's agreeing that it's kind so of weird. So if you do declare, if you don't declare a charge on somebody and you end up within one inch of that guy, you can't actually move there. So it's, it's still a failed charge. Yeah. yeah. So you fail the charge and you can't go there. So yeah, if somebody has like a screen that their bases are on 25 mils and they have another guy directly behind it, you have to declare the charge on the other guy as well. Yep. Because otherwise you'll fail the charge. And Geekmaster K, you're welcome. And yeah, I'm glad GW clarified that as well. Uh, so anyway, we guys. So we'll, we didn't see that. We'll jump back in. Yeah, we didn't see High Fleet Blood Angels. Yes, thank goodness. Thank God. So uh, Mr. Salty Bidani, you're welcome to join us. So if, but if you've got work to do. Um, no, I'll join you. Yeah, you've been, it's been well. fun having you on the show. You're in rare form. I was going to do like a backflip out of here, but. Oh, wait. You mean like, uh, you mean like Gabriel Angelos? <laughs> I was going to like knock this thing off. Oh, like, just, like, yeah. out. just to smack the green screen out of the way. Yeah. Do a backflip like the Terminator in uh, uh, Dawn of War 3. I don't know what that is. He yeah. throws his hammer in the air, like jumps up and like flips and slams it. And everyone was just nice. rolls their eyes. That's, pretty awesome. That's what happens in the game though, right? He's an agile Terminator. He's okay. running everywhere super fast. Which, like, if you guys a Dreadnought or a Terminator? Terminator? It's a lot of fun. The game's great, but that part is dumb. Yes, dude. The best. I actually played Frankie's. Uh, I snuck in a couple games at the after after work. I, I just couldn't resist. It's like I gotta play. I, I immediately, of course, played Orcs. And when the wall banner goes, dude, there's like a DJ on the wall banner, 
and it's like Mad Max. He's like playing music, and really? he's get, and the orcs get like hyped up. It's oh awesome. my god! And then he's like, oh, and then the, the, the charge. like fireworks shoot out, and the orcs go they go bananas. Like ah! The game wow. is a lot of fun. It's check that really out. fun, man. It's really cool. I haven't played it yet. My yeah. computer can't handle it. <laughs> and, the, and then the orc war boss. Uh, he has a his his power claw is on a chain, mm-hmm. so he can like shoot it and like pull himself over and then start spinning it in wow. a circle. It's really fun. Why is that not in the game? The Morkanaut is hit. amazing. The Morkanaut is amazing. He's so good, dude. And he has like little grots, like he yeah. hits his belly and they pop out and start fixing him. What? <laughs> it's really fun. Oh my god, I gotta check this out. Oh, dude, it's it's a blast. Yeah, I got wrecked. Somebody blast. made the Morkanaut and ran at me, and all I had was Jane's R. I was like, well, oh, I'm dead. Uh, I remember like I haven't played an RTS in so long. I was um. I was playing the game on easy and getting wrecked. I was right. like, man, I forgot how to do this. I worked my way up to normal difficulty though. I'm Sounds proud, really fun. I'm proud of it. It has all factions in it? No, no it's just it three, three right three, now. Unfortunately. But, but I guess the next... Next one's like three new factions. But mm-hmm. what, what are the list? We're going to have Grey Knights. Grey Knights. Oh, wow. I think Space Wolves and Necrons. Isn't that nice. odd? Two yeah. more like Space Marine varieties? Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool because they'll, cool. pro- yeah. they'll probably have like Thunderwolves and all that fun stuff. What they need to release are Tyranids. Like, seriously. Come on, guys. Oh, chaos. Give us Tyranids. Give us chaos. I'd rather have chaos. I wonder if they wolves. can't because then, like, StarCraft people will be like, hmm, that's very similar. Yeah, Whatever. Awesome. And then Jeff Robinson would be like, oh, man, who do I support? Oh, no. I, I know the answer. Ooh. I know the answer to that. <laughs> StarCraft. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> They pay a little bit more. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, well, he doesn't get paid anything. He gives money to Games Workshop uh, and to Frontline Gaming. He's mm. an often a frequent sponsor. Very, um, and a very handsome man. He is. Eh. He's a very strong man. Eh. I'm just sucking up. Is he, though? He looks strong. He's one of our sponsors, right? Uh, he's over the hill. No, is he we, one of our sponsors? We or? sponsor him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so he we, should be saying that we're the handsome one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. That's right. Forget, forget. Marion, edit that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Hammer of Wrath uh, GT was a uh, GT that just occurred over the weekend, and the uh, FLG team went uh, except uh, the Salty Banana. It was uh, Pablo, myself, Brandon, and Frankie. Had a great time, really, really fun event. Uh, that was uh, my first 40K tournament of the 2017 season. Yeah, that was my first 8th uh, edition tournament. Yeah, like we've been super mega busy, obviously, uh, you know, with everything that we've got going on. It was an absolute blast. I had a great time. Uh, really, going to tournaments reinvigorates my love for the hobby. Yeah. Um, I got a ton of painting done before the event. We got my army to three colors. Technically, uh, uh, shading and, and dry brushing, I was counting on some of the models, but uh, everything was WYSIWYG too. That took a lot of doing. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, a uh, really good time. It was up at the Game Empire Pasadena store. Cool store, big, lots of room in a great location. Um, it was a blast to see everybody. Tons of friends. One of the cool things, uh, the, there was only one TO for 50 people? 52. 52 people, and mm-hmm. he was like sitting, like we've been getting this over and over and over. Eighth edition tournaments are boring for the TO yep. because there's no questions. Yep. So that's a testament to the rules being, they're never gonna be perfect, but no. they're, they're clear enough that there's not all these constant, what does this mean, what does this mean? There were, there were a few questions, but luckily the rule book is very, explanatory i mean it was like this is how it works so it's uh it's it's really nice it's nice opposed to seventh where you had like a million questions and then you had to whip out three different books to figure out what it was and you know at the lvo we were like oh we have five dedicated judges and we were like oh i don't think we have enough 
Yeah. And now we've got people going like, hey, I want to help out next year. And I'm like, I don't, I, I was like, why don't you just play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't think we need it. Cause like the ETC was the same way. And the ETC is hyper ultra competitive. Yeah. And the judges from the ETC were saying the same thing. Like, you know, in, in the vernacular of our, uh, of our friends, it, it's a piece of piss. Hmm. Ooh. What it's is a pizza? Piss. So do you pee, What's freeze it piss? and then uh, break a piece off and that's, terrible pizza. and that's how you do it? I don't know. Piece of piss. Pizza um, piss. Good question. Not yeah. pizza. 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 We're not we're uh, here. We just butchered geography. We're, we're the product of the American uh, education. We only care about right one place. We're, we're learning. The USA. The USA. Well, the moon is the USA because there's a flag on it. We claimed that is true. Yep. And Eddie Izzard said, if you put your flag down, that you get it. Yep. Claimed it. Man, we should make people pay us. We should shoot flags at all yeah, the planets everyone in the just solar system. Everyone just send everyone a bill. Send Copyright infringement. You cannot Are you guys look. enjoying our moon? Don't yeah. look up. Here's the bill. We should just launch like flags it. at all the planets in the solar system. That would be great. <laughs> Claimed them. Nice. Got it. It might take like 50 years, but we got it. For galactic conquerors. Nate. Just like in Warzone, the best game ever made. Get out of here. But anyways, the tournament was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. Um, really, really good. I, I desperately needed tournament practice because obviously we've been playtesting the heck out of eighth but playtesting is a really different animal than 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 tournament play yeah it's very different right when you're like digging in and trying to optimize versus trying to like balance you have a different mentality little things like forgetting to do you know what i mean like little stuff like that um uh, i forgot to do something pretty important in one of my games uh but it was really good to knock the ring rust off and get out there and play we had a lot of fun uh frankie brought Dark Eldar and um, we should start there, I guess. So in playtesting, and you guys see the kind of terrain we use, we use tall line of sight blocking terrain and lots of it. Mm-hmm. And in our playtesting, Dark Eldar did great. Mm-hmm. At the tournament, there was not a lot of tall line of sight blocking terrain. There was a lot of gun line armies and uh, Dark Eldar don't do so great in that yeah. environment. Yeah. Frankie, why don't you start off with your with your win loss draw record? Yeah, I was one three and one, so uh, mm. I did pull out a draw against the gun line, which was pretty cool. Uh, I was able to beat Harlequins, and then uh, my last game about sums up my tournament. Uh, I had plus one to go first, failed that, failed the seas, and lost. Uh, got tabled on turn two. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Early lunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Early sit around and wait for everybody else to finish their games. To drive home, yeah. But uh, it was still a lot of fun. Really good players. Uh, Dark Eldar are a blast. They're a really fun army. They're so fast. Um, as the turns go on, they get better and better. Um, it was just unfortunate. There were no places for me to hide. I had big banners and stuff on my uh, ships so people could see me behind the pieces of terrain. And do, uh, do you mind if I interject real yeah, quickly? Go for it. So yeah, guys, we need to come back to the decorative elements. Don't count for line of sight. I know that's not in the rule book, but you don't want to punish people for making their guys look cool. Like if you put a back banner on your sergeant, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a penalty. If you have a guy like, 
like screaming into the heavens with two swords aimed up because you like the way that that looks that shouldn't penalize you yeah. you shouldn't be encouraged to model all of your guys doing a commando crawl right yeah um, so we're going to be taking a look at that yeah decorative elements should not account for line of sight yeah it is goofy but then then it becomes the questions what's decorative and stuff like this but, but you just we'll, clearly we'll define it yeah too. but anyway um, i'm sorry for interrupting but yeah it's uh dark eldar are fun they're really strong uh the uh, Hillians were doing really good. Mm -hmm. um, they're really fast. People weren't expecting the two damage from them and stuff like that. And uh, with Dark Elder, it's actually really easy to surround people when you charge. And uh, I was doing some cool tricks where you'd surround them with all your vehicles and some guys, or like the Hellions, get locked in combat. And then on your next turn, all your guys get out of the vehicles, shoot in, and then run back into combat so that you couldn't be shot at. Um, it was really powerful, and uh, that's how I was able to pull out a draw against an extremely good gun line. Uh, guy had a bunch of like artillery and all this stuff uh, but he drove a vehicle into the center of the board so i just charged him. and he couldn't shoot <laughs> yeah. you and mm -hmm. he couldn't shoot me and i got locked in combat had guys run out shoot mm -hmm. come back into combat um Castilians really can leave combat and still charge correct yeah so they can leave combat shoot and charge because they have the fly keyword yep yep it's uh it's really powerful um but yeah without line of sight blocking Dark Eldar struggle a little bit. They, uh, yeah. They're still really fragile. Um, anything looks at them, they just like explode. So. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, played against some really cool lists. Uh, a lot of conscripts. Uh, so if you yeah. guys are making lists, be ready for conscripts. There are a ton of them. Mm -hmm. um, there were a lot of brimstones there too. I didn't play against any brimstones, but there were a lot. So. And th that was the last event that, like locally anyway, mm -hmm that will be using the old brimstone horror rules because yeah. they did get updated in the chaos codex which applies to demons as well so the the brimstone horrors are not what they were nope. th thankfully because yep. they're dumb they're ridiculous they're still too good in my opinion i think they still need to get toned down even at three points and mm -hmm. with they're pretty powerful <clears throat> less powerful smite but conscripts too are too good mm -hmm. period and if you're buying and I would not make a million conscripts if I was you, because right. GW is already uh, just 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 guessing. Well, let's yeah. look at the brimstones. Brimstones already got a point center. Right. So. Yeah. So and Ashton will be getting a codex here in the next couple months. I'm assuming. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, uh, so yeah, conscripts—they're on the short list. I would assume they're—they're uh, they're too good. And they were everywhere. Yeah. Chaos and Astro Militarum were the most popular armies at the event, which is common, I think, everywhere right now. Yeah, they have really powerful screens, which makes them really good. And they have really powerful shooting to go yeah, with it. exactly. And it's I think that's like when our results differ, because like we use a really good terrain. If I toot our own horn, we have great terrain. That's something we take pride in. Uh, it changes, it radically changes the way the game plays. Like when you can hide and you're mobile, yeah, especially our, our uh, tables here at the shop. They have really good line of sight blocking. We use the L shapes, we use the squares, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The gun line armies uh, struggle against that a little bit, except for artillery, of course. But um, it does give you some places to hide so you're not getting hit with the LAS cannons and stuff like that. So. Yeah, the gun line army is going to struggle in that environment. And it should. It should be, but no one wants to play a, a planet bowling ball shoot off. And a lot of yeah. the reports that we're hearing where it's like, he who goes first wins mm -hmm. a lot of it is because you don't have adequate terrain yeah. and we've, we've been saying it since literally day one take lots of tall line of sight blocking terrain even if you do it like in nova open which um they use relatively simple l-shaped structures that are it's basically foam put into an l that are like a foot high mm -hmm. yeah. and a foot in all dimensions 
Like it's very good. It's simple good. to make, and it's like yeah, like just put two of those on every table, and it changes the game. Yep. For the better, it makes the game a more positive experience, um, and that's really important if you want diversity and you don't want a shoot off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Frankie's experience maybe not like ultra positive in in your. Uh, well, it was just it was just uh, the Dark Eldar. Um, they struggled in that environment a little bit. Right. So. Whereas in in, a, in a, an environment where it's not that way, they do great. They're really good. Yeah, yeah and that was our experience in playtesting. We're like, wow, these guys are this is awesome. They're badass. Yeah. But yeah, when you just lined up and there's you're just like, oh okay, there's nowhere to hide. You just get, yeah, not maybe not so fun. And a lot of people are having that experience. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with a lot of those armies, um, they do like on planet bowling ball, you have to go first. So mm-hmm. like with the dark Eldar, you have to go first so that you get into a place. Where it's not that bad of a thing when they blow up your vehicles, mm-hmm. opposed to if you don't go first, now your vehicles are dead, you're stuck in your deployment, and they're just going to shoot you as you want right. possible. Yeah. It's, so. it's going to become a game where terrain is is very essential to yes. the game. So yeah. it's very like 100%. Infinity, yeah. where Infinity, totally. you talk to an Infinity player, and the first thing they're asked is like, "What kind of terrain are you using?" Yeah, exactly. it's such an important. It's it's so it's so vital to that game yeah. that that's like the number one thing they talk about is their terrain because yeah. it's so important if you don't have the correct type of terrain it's not even really a game that they're yes. playing yeah. 40k is is moving into that realm which is fine but people need to start adapting their thinking towards that yeah you have to or else it's just not going to be fun it's no. not like no, you, it's you not. go against somebody with three knights and gilman and you don't have any terrain on that table and you don't go first, you are just go home. Yeah, it's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> right. Unless some dice miracle happens, like it's just not yeah. going to be fun. And we've been saying that since day one. We're like, terrain, 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 right. terrain. And it's so easy to make. I mean, just you don't have to buy the pre-made terrain. Just I mean, make it out of foam. Be- ITC terrain is clearly the best. Yeah, and it's cheap. Yeah. It's it's very affordable. And if you're a retailer, it's even cheaper. But, yeah, but I mean, if you're, the, if you're a TO and you need a, something in your low budget, like we were saying, get a sheet of MDF mm-hmm. you can get a 4 by 8 sheet yep. for like 10 bucks just go to Walmart and buy it go to, go Home, to Depot. Home Depot have them yeah. cut it into um, 12 by 12 squares mm-hmm. you'll get I don't know what is it eight, 6 times 8 you know 64 squares yeah. um, no it's not 64 anyway who cares yeah, moving on uh, and you um, 48 I had to do that <laughs> moving on in mm-hmm. uh, um you get uh, a sheet of insulation foam. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like 10 bucks. You get a hot wire cutter. You cut that into squares. Put those butt to butt, glue that onto the base. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty, no. but you spray, you know, paint it up as best you can. And for a very, very low dollar investment, a very little amount of time, mm-hmm. you've created giant L-shaped structures that you'd put two on every table and all of a sudden the game is dramatically more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, uh, it is it is hard for these tournaments that have like 52 players and stuff like that. Right. It does take a lot of time and effort to build these. So, it does. Um, just just be ready for that. Um, and if you are a TO, maybe enact some new rules into your terrain or something like that. Like The bottom maybe, level being yeah, completely blocking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. And th- that made the game a lot more fun too. Yeah. Um, so... We had a great time. Uh, Brandon brought the Harlequin Army, which is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, pictures will be going up soon. Yeah, he did, he went three and two, and it was the same for him. Like he was either smashing his opponent or getting smashed. Yeah, because Harlequins are they hit like a brick shit house, and uh, the problem again is if they go second, there's nowhere to hide against a shooting army. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad for yeah. them. Yeah, I mean they're more resilient than Dark Eldar. They're minus one to hit. They have four plus invo saves. Um, 
the you can be minus one to wound. Uh, yeah, the infantry are minus one to wound as long as they have a shadow seer. But again, like Reese was saying, I mean, unless there's a lot of line of sight blocking, they're gonna lose some things on turn one. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, Harlequins are extremely good. Brandon did really well. He was uh, smashing people with them. He they either so he either tabled or got tabled every game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what, that's kind hard. of the way Harlequins are. Yeah. Because if they get there, they hit so flipping hard. That they just smash you, but if they if they do get caught with their pants down, with their multicolored uh, diamond checkered pants, yes, they get smashed. He did, although humorously, he had a melt pistol on every guy, mm-hmm. which is insane. He had a fusion pistol. Yeah. He played a melee big bug army, mm-hmm. and they both were like, "Well, this is a foregone conclusion." Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he just drives up to the monsters. He's like, out of the back of the yeah. thing, boop, you're dead. Yeah. Boop, you're dead. And the bug guy was like. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I brought a knife to a gun, to a fusion pistol. Right, because each one's doing, what, D6 damage. And he couldn't shoot. He had no shooting. Right. So he's like, okay. Um, Pablo did really well. He went three, one, and one. Mm -hmm. Um, Pablo had a soup army? He had an imperial soup army. Really creative, kind of goofy army, but very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, He only lost to Alan, who got second, who went undefeated. Alan uh, um, Tehessa, who did great. He he only lost to Adrian Gennard, who won by one point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I brought the uh, Raptors a Space Marine Brigade. I had one detachment. Um, I had a really fun event, knocked the ring rust off a little bit. I went four and one. I only lost to Adrian. Yep. And um, one of the main, I would say the main reason I lost that game is because I lost focus and I was waiting to deep strike my Stern Guard, who were hands down the best unit in my army. Mm-hmm. I was waiting to deep strike him. I had a couple ideas for what I wanted to do with them, but my main thing was to kill Celestine the second time. And I had her where I want, like not necessarily where I wanted her, but she was in a position to take her out. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to deep strike the unit. Rookie mistake. Yeah, like, classic. So, and then I ended up, it was a power level kill point. So I lost by one power level kill point. Yeah. And if I would have deep struck him, who knows, you know, who knows how the dice fall, but I probably kill Celestine because I got her down to one wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure 10 stern guard can do one wound. Yeah. And that would have won me the game. And um Yeah, well you only lost by one power level. So if the stern guard was still alive, you would have won anyway. Um yeah. It, it, yeah. You know what? I forgot. Mm-hmm. And that's silly of me. Yeah. Uh, I will never make that mistake again. Um so shame on me. I ended up yeah. going four and one. I had a great time. My army's extremely good. Uh, the banner of the Emperor Ascendant is too good, in my opinion. Yeah. It is too good. Um, it should not work on a 3+. plus. It's a bit yep. much. I had to play against it. I killed a Laz Cannon. Laz Cannon shot back, blew up one of my vehicles, and uh, killed like two other units. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. that was really fun. I shot you on my turn, and you killed more than I just killed. Excellent. In my first game, <laughs> I, I played against the Bobby G uh, army that also had it. Yeah. So I dropped down with Lias and, and friends. And it was comedy gold. So I drop down, I shoot a unit, wipe it out. He fires back into me, kills a bunch of my guys. I then fire back, kill guys. Those guys fire back. We like, it was like GI Joe with lasers going back and forth. And after the first shooting phase of the first turn, Mm -hmm. like half of both of our armies were killed. Does it say that you can only do it once? It's every time a model dies. dies. Oh, because like what if the units kept shooting at each other? Well, no, it would be, so basically if, the, it was like perfect and everything right. hit, everything wounded, everything died, all yeah. that. It would be one guy. No, no, you, oh, could, no, no, you, could, you could wipe each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Two units could wipe each other. 
and that was banner just shoots at yeah. each other. <laughs> that was kind of what happened. And I, we, I was sitting there yeah. like, this is this is silly. Yeah, yeah. this is silly. It's like a throwback yeah. well, to like it's, yeah. it's, it's Age of Sigmar, like right when it started yeah. type rule. Yeah, we were well, like, it's, eh. it's so powerful because yeah. of all the re rolls and stuff that they right. have. So it's like you're shooting at almost like a hundred percent efficiency, right? Because you have re rolls to hit. You're getting like re rolls oh, right. to wound, yep. all this stuff. Yeah. So you're shooting back and forth, mm. and it's just. It's, it's silly. Yeah. It's really silly. Yeah, uh, but the brigade was awesome. I I love my army. I haven't been this excited about an army in forever. I had like scout bikers are the shit. By the way, yeah, they're really good. Wow, they're good. Seventy five points. They get eighteen shots at six inches or at twelve inches. At six inches, six of them are strength five. They have two wow. attacks in combat. They have a stratagem where they leave combat. They do mortal wounds to you. They're fast. They have two wounds. Two each. wounds. T five. I was like. These guys are all stars. Yeah. They're not OP at all, mm -hmm. no. but for the investment of points that you get, what you get back, they're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, my two assault squads with three plasma pistols just mm -hmm. to, to fill my brigade. Yeah. Amazing. Every single game, amazing. The the, the Stern Guard, though, all stars. Yeah, yeah the Stern Guard mm -hmm. are really good with their bolters. Except yeah. the game that I forgot to put them on the table. Not so great. They, <laughs> they were the best unit in my army every single game. The, the Masterful Marksmen, Plus storm of fire means on a five or six to wound they're doing it they're AP three wow and they're they're usually hitting on a three rerolling everything wounding on a three or a two rerolling right. ones to wound man dude they killed so does nuke anything to hit yeah. I, they killed a thirty man unit of boys and all of my opponent's heavy sport choices by wow. they died to the man doing it but they mm -hmm. won me the game I was right. just like go I was like go boys yeah go. it was I did a, that a sounds blast. brutal yeah and it, you know the the army that I played the brigade is kind of like old battle company. Mm -hmm. Where there's so many guys that it's hard to kill them, but they're not. They're, you kill. They're easy to kill, mm -hmm. and they're they're not overwhelmingly powerful. The the devastators with the banner, you might make that argument. Right. So it's fun for both players because mm -hmm. there's shit dying all over the place. Right. Tons of mobility. You're using units that are not often seen. Mm -hmm. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, had a had a great time. But uh, yeah, some interesting stuff. Uh, played a 15 Biovore Gene Sealer Colt Tyranid <laughs> Army. A lot okay. of Whoa, that's a bit much. Biovores yeah. are really good. I was like, dude, 15 Biovores, because if they miss, they drop down spore mines that block your movement. Did he have, have the actual him. models? He did. I was wondering why well, Game was sold out. He, he converted them oh. up, but it was funny. I was like, dude, 15 Biovores is a bit much. He's like, your banner is a bit much. I was like, yep. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, played against the seven Malefic Lord Brimstone spam list. That was interesting. The Malefic Lord is, is the Malefic bullshit. The Lord is really good. I would imagine he's going to get uh, altered in the Every future. Every Chaos player there had at least three. At least three of them. They're, yeah. they're way too It's Smite Spam. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, on the whole, I had a great time. Played five great opponents. Really enjoyed myself. I uh, feel like I could have gone the distance if I hadn't just been a little rusty, but um, had a great time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, we have a couple pre-orders up. Uh, Space Marine Prim Primaris Inceptors. Mm -hmm. uh, the Primaris Ultramarine Upgrade upgrade kit mm -hmm. uh 140k astartes dice basing materials and an upgraded talents the emperor set all went up for pre-order those are in the store.frontlinegaming.org web cart you can go to the uh games workshop pre-order section 40k pre-order section yeah have you guys seen those new basing kits by the way they're awesome yeah. the skulls come with like 80 no it's, it's hundreds like 100 and something wow. skulls yeah it's no it's crazy. more than that there's like 80 human skulls 80 demon skulls 80 yeah, yeah. it's really really cool the yeah. pink commissions i don't know how we're gonna price that out <laughs> yeah Paint well nothing. you're supposed to like glue yeah. them on the base and then yeah right. well it's oh, labor boy. Intensive, yeah but it uh, looks amazing yeah They're really cool fantastic so get right. those pre-orders in if you want to get them mm -hmm. uh also we do have a we have like wow. 20 Jeez. itc 
events this weekend, yep. yeah. including two majors. We have the Capital City Bloodbath in Ottawa, Canada, the uh-huh. longstanding um, uh, great reputation event. Yep. And we have Gen Con. There's a major at Gen Con this yep. uh, coming weekend. I will be there if you're around at Gen I'm not, I won't be playing at the event. I, I'm there for business. But uh, if you see me, please say hi. Um, that's going to be great. Yeah, let's give a shout out to Gen Con because last year they weren't even a GT. This no. year they're a major. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. Congratulations, guys. And they're going to be using awesome. FLG mats and yeah. ITC yeah. train. Yep. Ooh. And the, the crew running this event, they ramped up from nothing to major in two years. Yep. That's crazy. Nice. Yep. Quite, I mean, Gen Con is definitely a place that helps facilitate making that possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we got to tip our hat. That's yeah. pretty it's impressive. Good. Also, we have uh, some recently completed commissions. We have the Triumvirate of the Aeneid. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Incarn, uh, the Vizark, and uh, Yvrain. Yep. yep. And this is Tabletop Plus. Yep. Check it's us a- out for your next commission. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a unique paint scheme uh, painted to match the client's uh, orange and red scheme that they had with the rest of their army. Yep. Uh, it came out really well. This is Alex, uh, one of our painters, one of our studio painters. So. Uh, really great tabletop plus it came out really nice this client was really happy it looks amazing it's beautiful I know yeah, well, the models are so freaking good yeah the yeah. models are great anyway guys uh, we'll jump in and answer a couple questions before we wrap it up I'm sure there's probably a lot that we missed uh, I have an uh, Ron Ball says it's an interesting name I have an option between an apothecary or five reavers for my Raven Guard Brigade um, I am more than shooting enough. I find I the apothecary, Reavers. yeah, Reavers. I find that the the apothecary is only worth it if you have like centurions yeah, or that's oh, very paladins, that like for the yeah. knights. Yeah. yeah, something that's really expensive that you can bring back because otherwise they just don't really do that much. No. And the Reavers, in my opinion, will do a lot more during your games. Yeah, because what the I aggressors. Found, yeah, yeah. Totally, no, Reavers are badass. What yeah. I found for me is like I tried the apothecary at first on my list, and then I was like. I have a 50-50 chance of bringing a guy back. I'm better off buying more yeah. guys mm-hmm. in the unit. Yeah. To to soak wounds. He's before. really he's really just for big like multi wound exactly. models. And you only have yeah. five turns to bring guys back, or well, up to seven. But mm-hmm. you um, can take multi of them if you want. Yeah, there you go. Points. <laughs> yeah, tag eight eight three three. The Malefic Lord is bullshit. He's way underpriced. That was a that was a that was a mistake. Yeah. And um, I would put him on the short list of things that I would anticipate GW has got the eye on. Um, because paints, yeah, 360 skulls. That's right. Yeah. Or oh, 340. Wow. Oh, you've been corrected. 340. Ooh, 340 right. skulls. Yeah. Locks. You too. You're, you're correct. Um, um, Riddolo, <laughs> I, I know you really want to get this, an- this question answered. Riddolo kind. Thing is, I don't, we don't see what you're talking about. Um, yeah. That must be. You're asking us a question that, like, yeah. you're referring to another thing that we're not looking at right now. So I apologize. He just said that he made a donation or something. What a question. I don't know what that means. Uh, we, we didn't see it pop up, but I promise if you go to, uh, put it on a link in the comments section of the blog post, I promise we'll answer it. Yep. Uh, oh, and then I do want to mention one thing really quickly before we wrap up. I forgot. Um, I had a really awesome, fun, super fun game against an orc player. We had a great time. Literally won the game because of OBSEC. Yep. Um, and I knew that too. I was the whole time I was playing for yeah. it because that tournament had not enacted obsec for like other armies yet. So I had two scouts, two scout units with like two guys left right. on an objective surrounded by orcs. Yeah. And I'm like, those objectives are still mine. He's like, yep. And I'm like, that literally was the swing yeah. to win the game. Right. And then I mean, eventually orcs will get their codex, and then those boys will well, be obsec as well. And, they'll have obsec yeah. in ITC like, right, soon. Today or tomorrow. Right. Like, really soon. So it'll be for everyone. Uh, one yeah, last question. Um, 
Okay, yeah, we'll, I promise we'll get to your question. I, I, I'm not seeing it. Right, I, we'll I, send you a private message or uh, message yeah. you back. Or we'll blog. answer on the blog. So blog post, please. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode 555 of Signals from the Frontline. Jason, thanks for joining us. It was fun having you. Yep. Thank you for the Green Knight review. Um, to everybody we saw at the Hammer of Wrath GT, thank you so much for coming up, saying hi. It was great seeing you. Thanks to all my awesome opponents. I had five really, really badass games. Yep. Great to get some practice in. And uh, we will see you guys on Wednesday for the ninth round. Okay. Mm -hmm. And until then, have a great day. Bye.